0: The Battle Phase podcast is broadcast live on Fridays and Sundays, and we encourage you to come hang out and chat with Bard and Dare live. Now, prepare to declare attacks. You are entering the Battle Phase. Hello, everyone. You have entered the Battle Phase. It is I, Sulbek Kamelek! And joining me as always is everybody's favorite co-host, Hamifan and Borganon.
1: What, what are you
2: going to say for our, our guest today?
0: Our guest What's today? You mean mumutambo Albertano? I have nothing to say
1: to that. Yeah,
0: welcome Mumu. F-
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not
2: saying that.
0: Welcome <laughs> mumutambo Albertano to the stream. I
2: have nothing to say to that. Is <laughs> this like someone you knew in a... Like, previously? How?
0: how? Uh, I, in my head, I come up with a stream of syllables that mean nothing. And I just string them together, and that's what I call you guys.
1: I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense, though.
0: Huh? <laughs> hey, you remember at Locals, whenever I was playing, uh, you know, like, uh, Labyrinth, and I used uh, Dogmatica Punishment to say Tri-Brigade Arms, Bucephalus 2, to the graveyard, and immediately afterwards, I said, Gawuwa, Wings of Wesson it Wife!
1: Yeah, I do. And I really wish I didn't. Yeah,
0: that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> almost as bad as a woo-woo-woo. Yeah, almost as bad as a woo-woo. Before we begin, please remember to like, sub, and share. It is the easiest way to help the podcast grow. And if you're on our podcasting platform, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, etc., uh, welcome. And if you'd like to join us for our live recordings of this show, they happen every Friday, Uh, drop in. Chat with us in our live chat. We might shout you out. We might not. I don't know. It's It depends on how I feel that day. Today, I'm feeling pretty well. So, you might get shout-outs, then. Yeah, you might, you, I might do some shout-outs. So, what what are you guys up to this week? Tell me something interesting about what happened this week for you guys. Uh,
1: I got to play you, One Piece you... for the first time.
0: Yeah, Helix played One Piece for the first time. How, how was that for you?
1: That wasn't bad. Yeah. kind of liked it. Yeah. I'm still debating if I want to build a deck or not, but I probably end up will.
0: Yeah. Dreaming. Don't give it up, Mumutambo. <laughs> I hate it.
1: I hate it so much.
0: <laughs> uh, you
2: successfully made it me hate like everything <laughs> within the first five minutes of us streaming. Well, that's fantastic. I, I'm, I'm confused as to how you've accomplished it.
0: I have a talent. What can I say? W- what are you up to this week, Dare? I don't even remember now. It's like, I hate your life. You, That's what, I, what I'm you, up to now. Yeah, pretty much. You
1: confused him so much that he forgot what he did this week.
0: Yeah. Uh, I can tell you what I've been doing this week, man. I've been catching up on my sleep. It feels nice to have like a couple of days off, I got to tell you. But I do get bored a lot. <laughs> so I, I've kind of just been like, you know, doing every little thing that I can get my hands on just to stay busy. I've learned to cook. Uh, I'm learning Japanese. <laughs> I, I've uh, I've resumed going to the gym, and uh, oh really? Yeah, and I uh, what's it called? Uh, watched uh, Kageyama the movie, you know, which is now the dub is now on Crunchyroll, and I it wasn't before, and I was like, hey man, I watched this during, uh, with the dub, and the dub was like a plus, just like excellent. Like I've never seen a dub of this quality in my life. So whenever they were like, Oh, the movie's there, but it's only on sub, I'm like, Well, I'll wait then. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. Uh, the the dub uh version of the movie is out now. It's called Kagayasama Love Is War, The First Kiss That Never Ends, and it picks up uh right after the third season concludes. So it's the next story arc in the manga covering roughly ten chapters, chapters about like one forty through one fifty-one of the manga. Um True.
2: those are my favorite chapters of the manga
0: they're actually a lot of people's favorites yes because it's the first time that the show drops like the the comedy And well, I mean like it just drops the comedy 100% and it focuses on like some serious stuff and it turns out that uh, mm-hmm. author Aka Akasaka is actually really good at writing drama so you know like a lot of people it, this show would feel like I, I should say the manga because like the serious part of the show hasn't been adapted yet but like This manga will give you whiplash if you're not ready for it, because if you go into it like from the anime, you're like, so it's comedy. And then you'll be like, oh, my God, like there's there's like themes of self-loathing and (laughs) and and, (laughs) like, oh, rich people owning the poor, you know, and things like that. It's like, wow. So. Yeah, uh, you know, but uh, true true to Aka Akasaka's writing style, you know, like the drama is excellent. It is almost like it's almost like the comedy is just like the frosting on the cake and then the cake is just like a more wholesome thing. So it's not just empty calories. It's somehow a cake that is also good for you. Um, you know, and it, uh, as I mentioned, you know, it tackles themes of self-acceptance, accept- societal expectations and depression uh grade a comedy with a plus character writing i love this a lot
2: hmm.
0: not sponsored not sponsored not sponsored oh although if they wanted to sponsor me i i i could go on kissing this manga's ass forever this is a good manga dude <laughs> <laughs> like I, if they wanted to sponsor me i'll say nothing but nice things for the rest of my life i swear uh but uh anything else you guys are up to that you want to share with me uh no. Okay, because because
2: the... if I share stuff with you, then you're gonna be like, oh, uh-uh. I can kiss its ass. That's a good thing, right? Uh, right? I don't know. Maybe the... is it the... Helix? Is it a good thing?
1: Uh, nah, do I'll we want fit.
2: Bard Do we want Bard to kiss things' asses? Do
0: we Helix? Uh, do we want Bard I'll plead to the kiss? <laughs> I'll <plead the> <laughs> We're just like got you in the center and we're just being awful <laughs> alright so we'll move on to the first topic we're talking video games baby you you, you guys like video games? no of course yeah me neither <laughs> 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 I'm the only one I
1: guess
0: uh, I guess so like welcome Blark Moose says kiss yeah kiss the ass <laughs> alright but uh, Overwatch hey are they still around?
1: no yeah I guess.
0: I mean, I don't know. Looks like uh, there's a lot going on over at Activision Blizzard. Uh, Is it good news? Uh, Well, define good. Mm -hmm. Define good.
1: Basically, considering uh, Microsoft finally uh, completed the acquisition of
0: uh, Activision Blizzard. What does that mean for us, the players?
1: um i guess it depends on, how, on what direction they go with activision because activision's always been the the biggest uh issue whenever it comes to video games because like destiny for example mm-hmm. there was a really nice demo that came out before destiny 1 released mm-hmm. and they had a lot of different um things that were already in it but then the game released and the only thing that changed from the time from the demo to the time of the game release was Activision's acquiring of Bungie. Uh-huh. And it it just went downhill from there.
0: it seems like they're doing that with a lot of. I mean, like here's the thing. I never hear anything bad about like uh say for example World of Warcraft. And I assume that a lot of that is because, you know, people don't play it anymore.
1: <laughs> well, no, it has its big it has a big cult following. So okay. basically it uh, like, heck, um, as long as they they keep the player base happy with there and they just keep releasing new content, the player base is happy. That's all they care about.
0: Well, that's kind of the thing, though, isn't it? Like, the Blizzard has a tendency to just kind of, like, piss off the player base over the dumbest things. I mean, we've seen the scandals <laughs> in Hearthstone. Heroes of the Storm Diablo. doesn't exist anymore. Diablo. Let's not forget about Booty Gate. Let's not forget about Booty Gate in Overwatch. That was a thing. Why did
2: why they have to remove
0: Tracer's ass? I know <laughs> it's like it's so. Oh my gosh! Like it's like what we we video game characters don't that have was,
2: asses. That was the dumbest <laughs> thing that has ever happened. Is the fact that they sparked so much controversy just because they were like, "Oh, this this female character's ass is too big <laughs> to
0: remove it." Big asses exist in the real world, people. <laughs> And this is true. Yeah, we we know a guy who's won. <laughs> I don't know
2: if you're talking about me or Helix or someone else. I, I was talking. Of, I, I, was, I, was I was just throwing there out there
0: because it was like a perfect like framework for the joke. <laughs>
2: so no, I'm not. I, f- ta- I feel like you were talking about me and
0: Helix. I'm not talking about either of you guys.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, was just gonna move on he's and he's just l- leave that comment line. <laughs> backpedaling.
0: Oh uh, yes, back pedaling is how you pull the brakes on a bicycle. Sometimes, sometimes they have the the brakes on like the handlebars. It's weird. It it depends on the bicycle. Me personally, I think I, I, un- I think mine is a Schwinn or something. I don't know.
1: Unless it's a unicycle, then you don't ha- then you don't have a
2: Don't encourage this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, both of you guys gave me like Overwatch stuff to to bring up on today uh, on today's presentation. Dare sent me the thing that where he said that Overwatch Diablo skins, which have been super hype, you know, like all across the Overwatch community, are hidden behind a forty dollar paywall. And then uh, Helix told me that the Overwatch League is now a thing of the past. So uh, moving on to the first part of this. uh, So in a hell of a move. Diablo, Diablo, he- hell of, Diablo, hell of, hell of a move! Get, yeah,
1: you, yeah. We were, we're moving on.
0: <laughs> All right, fans have been eagerly awaiting Diablo four skins for Overwatch heroes Moira and Farah, who would don the look of Lilith and Inarius, respectively. Uh, shock came when they found out that the only way to obtain said skins was to buy the Ultimate Bundle Pass for Season Seven, which is thirty nine ninety nine. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, I, I almost like had a little bit of a freak out because I, I thought it was more than just... I thought it was like multiple skins for that. I, I didn't know it was just two
0: skins for Farah and Moira. Two skins. Mm-hmm. That's it. That skins. Is, That's
2: all it. it it's, it's in with the ultimate bundle pass for Season 7. So I, I'm guessing there's something else.
0: I'm so happy that you brought that up. Uh, so according to the research that I did, including in the bundle are both skins... Twenty battle pass tier skips, which I imagine is kind of like what moves you up the ladder on the battle pass, right?
2: I, I'm yeah, guessing like if, you wanna, if, if you don't
0: want to, if like, you don't want to
1: actually play,
0: yeah, you can just skip.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like twenty levels.
0: I see, I see. And then uh, two thousand Overwatch coins. I didn't even know they had Overwatch coins anymore. Uh, yeah, I they, thought, they've always, it,
2: they've always th- had. That Overwatch was added ones. with
1: Overwatch Two.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, a highlight intro, and a couple of sprays. And that's what's included in the ultimate bundle.
1: Mm. I mean, uh, it, yeah, it, it,
2: okay, that's technically, I would say that's worth $40, but would you? I don't know, mm, man, for a highlighted well, no, no, well, skin, no, no, it, it depends on how much skins are for or how much 2000 Overwatch coins gets you. The 20 Battle Pass tiers, assuming that the Battle Pass is, like, linear, that's okay. If it's, like, the further on you get, the more, like, XP you have to get to a level, 20 Battle Pass skips is really okay. good.
1: So, on Xbox, you can buy 2,000 uh, Overwatch coins, and it gives you a plus 200 for 20 bucks.
0: Okay, so yeah. 2,000 Overwatch coins is roughly 20 bucks, then, is what we can we can agree okay. to. So, So, then... The rest of the stuff is
2: being valued at twenty dollars.
0: Okay. The two so, skips, so got- the
2: battle pass.
0: Uh, how the much 20 skips
2: and then the spray in the intro?
0: How much is the battle pass typically? Uh, it's my Does experience it, that you a battle, get the pass, battle pass. You do, you do. So like it's included in the bundle. So uh, no, no, normally a battle because pass. You didn't list it. Uh, no, I didn't. I, I just realized that that's the case. Uh, but normally a battle pass in a game is what, like ten bucks a month, something like that.
1: Uh, it's t- so to purchase the premium pass, it's ten bucks.
0: All right, so and ten- that'll
1: get you for the entire season.
0: Ten bucks and two thousand Overwatch coins plus two skins and some sprays. I, I guess, yeah. Like- I
1: mean, I guess if you if you get the premium pass, two thousand coins. It's ten bucks for both skins. The sprays and the and the intro.
0: Now here's the thing though, like if all you wanted was a skin, and now you have to commit to forty bucks to get everything, that's kind of me, because uh, yeah,
2: I, I, that's the thing that I don't agree with is because this Dota's done that too with their battle pass in the past where they've put a item that you can only get from the battle pass or from the compendium, and it's like a really high level, so it's either, well. I, I don't think you can actually, like, play the game enough to unlock it just through playing the game. I think you have to, like, commit money to it.
0: Yeah. But get the skins? They, have,
2: they have skins that are, like, basically $200 skins because you have to pay money into them to get
1: the... Those coin. are so hard to get.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only way to get them.
0: Well, I mean, like
1: you can look at other games too, and like there are people that will spend a lot of money on just on skins as well, especially when oh, it comes yeah. to rare I, I'm skins. I like that. I yeah.
0: like that. We we know we know, it, we know it, Mordor, who's like who owns every skin in League of Legends because he's been playing it, the game for so long. <laughs> the, the The problem
2: I have with it is the fact that it is forty dollars that you're locking these skins around when you're only valuing mm-hmm. them at like five
0: bucks yeah right 20 yeah well 10 to 20 for both like individually they'd be like in the neighborhood of like five bucks probably yeah probably Uh, probably less than that depends on
2: how much you want to
1: do the highlight intro so it's forcing people to spend 40 bucks if they want to get if they want just two skins
0: well technically even if they only want ones because imagine like for example i don't like I, i don't play moira or i never did right Uh, But I liked Pharah, so if I wanted the Inaria skin for Pharah, I would have to get it and the Moira skin. You know, like, I couldn't just get one or the other. So, like, I'd get value out of one of them and not the other. It'd be kind of meh. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I bought skins on Overwatch back when I was in it. I have, like, the Atlantic All-Stars Mercy, which, you know, was one of my favorites. And, like, you know, that one ran me, if I recall correctly, like, maybe 10 bucks. So, like... Uh, 10 bucks sure you know like for a skin fine but like having it all bundled together that's kind of where it's kind of like eh, i don't know about that
2: and that's like that's that's the thing too is if the skin is good mm-hmm. you can sell it by itself people will buy it mm-hmm. lee that's gets away with that all the time sure. because they can release a skin that's like 20 to 30 bucks i i don't remember what the rarity is called but like the uh dj sona that was, I think that's like a thirty or forty dollars skin, and people buy it because it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you use one of your spells, it changes the music based on whatever spell you have queued up.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's that's and really cool. It,
2: it they have like a whole, they have like a like a whole different sound pack for her and everything. It's really cool skin. It's worth the money. But like, like you said, these they're valuing these skins at like $5 and expecting you to pay $44 of them. So they're yeah. probably not that great. Uh, like uh, they showed the Moira one, which the Moira one looks okay.
0: Hmm. I have to say that, you know, like in terms of like design policy, I, I always feel that Blizzard's kind of up there with like, say Riot. You know, like their stuff always looks clean. You know, like it looks it looks really good. Um, the effort uh, that like, you know, to, to go the extra mile and stuff like that, usually not like, you know, like, for example, you mentioned the Sona skin that changes music. I I don't imagine Blizzard would ever do anything like that. Right. Uh, at least not now. No, at least not now. Maybe in their heyday. Right. But like, eh. uh, but yeah, so uh, this is basically paying 40 bucks for a cosmetic. And maybe some other stuff that you'll get to, like the Overwatch coins you can use for stuff, you know. Like and the the Battle Pass obviously will get you things the more you play. I I think Mm -hmm. if if we look at
2: the bundle as it is, it's a decent value for the bundle, Mm -hmm. but it's very scumbaggy to exclusively have these skins locked behind forty dollar paywall. Yeah, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't care about the Battle Pass at all. Mm-hmm. Or any of the others. Maybe you just want the Ferris skin, like use it.
0: Yeah. Put the Ferris
2: skin as like a limited time item for five bucks. Having something as a limited time item, which they know this because they've done this. Limited time items cause people to spend more money because there's that uh,
0: urgency. Right yeah. There. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. One hundred percent.
2: It was like before they uh, announced. That they were changing their, like, ways of letting you just, uh, like, uh, the, f- the first time they did the, the Olympics thing with Lucio Ball.
0: And they ah, had the, Olympic the, the summer games. Skins.
2: They had, like, the, the exclusive skins for that, and then, like, a couple holidays that were previous. The fact that, like, you could get on and find a game within, like, seconds, because there's so many people trying to get all those skins because they were exclusive skins to that one event. Yeah. And then yeah. they were like, think... you can use your Overwatch coins at a reflated price to buy these skins. And it's like, oh, why Why do we have to like grind now? Because there's no point
1: in just buying them. I remember that there was like uh, a couple of weeks back, there was a event going on in um, World of Warcraft where like one of the CEOs was playing and he couldn't get all the skins. So he basically forced Blizzard to, or his like, the, the people below him to extend out the uh, <laughs> the, the, the time frame of so he can grind out the rest of the uh, stuff to buy the certain skins oh, that's
2: well, so Dota, stupid. Dota recently had their 10th anniversary and for that they had if you played like 13 games or if you won 13 games you would get a chest with exclusive items for the, the 10th anniversary yeah and they put like a short time period on it on purpose to make people excited for this and the the player count went up drastically
0: and you know and Overwatch has done they, that before it, too
2: and and because of that they they were like okay this is good we'll give people extra time and they extended it the uh, event like an extra two or three weeks yeah and it, it was it was great it was great the the community was back for a while
0: mm-hmm. Overwatch done that in the past, too. Like, you know, Helix, you and I, when, when we used to play religiously, uh, they, they had, like, those week-long events that, like, throughout the week, you just had to win nine games, and they gave you a free limited-time skin, like Lego Bastion, yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was
2: so up, upset that I missed the Lego Bastion. One oh, time. Lego Bastion we, is one we, of we the only Lego skins. Bastion.
0: Lego Bastion is one of those skins where I'm like, okay, that one's worth 15 bucks because like see, the yeah, it, amount it, it was, of detail. Shoot he shoots Legos, and the the muzzle flash is the flame pieces from Lego sets. I was like, oh mm-hmm. my god! <laughs> I was like, what? Well, the see, that, that
2: was mm-hmm. that was the thing with those events that was also really good. Was it was three different tiers, right? Because yeah. the first the first week. Would just be like a rare skin yeah. with a yeah, spray yeah, 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 yeah. and an icon. The second week would be like a purple skin with like a spray and an icon, and the third week would be that that legendary skin with the spray with the
1: spray and an icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and like the, for for the longest time, that's I would like load up Overwatch and like
1: play just so I could unlock the yeah. I used skins. to I used to watch it all the time, and I'd always load up too just to get a certain skins
0: yeah yeah I, you know, dude like i have fond memories of overwatch it, it kind of bothers me that it's falling apart so hard because <laughs> i was like I, have, I used to love this game uh but, See, and i
1: wonder if microsoft's gonna end up being able to revive it
0: but i i mean with how fingers crossed over,
1: uh, <laughs> Blizzard through the pooch
0: yeah it's gonna be hard you know you're gonna have to like win people's loyalty back and i find that it's a lot easier to lose people's loyalty than it is to regain it you know what i'm saying? Yeah, once you uh, once
1: you you lose that trust.
0: Yeah, brother Gamma Speaking in the chat of, asks, uh, "Doesn't League have another game that's better and has better skins?" Uh, it's debatable if it's better. It's definitely different. Uh, he, I,
1: it has its own cult following. TFT is one of those games where you TFT ha, like, is just a copy of Dota Chess.
0: Yeah, but uh, I th- the one that he's talking about, uh, uh, the the League one, the Riot one, is Valorant. <laughs> But like we, we went, TF. is just a copy oh. of CSGO, <laughs> right? So.
2: Oh my god, I, I don't know why we haven't talked about CSGO 2. Why haven't we? That game lo- it looks phenomenal. Valve did good mm-hmm. on how I haven't played it, but it from what I've like watched, it looks
0: really good. Yeah, but,
1: but, I tried CSGO, I didn't like it very much.
0: You know what's not but doing as well as CSGO? 2. Overwatch 2. CS2. Uh, your, yeah,
2: Counter-Strike 2. Yeah. Did you not see like the smoke physics that they
0: got? The smoke yeah, actually oh like fills
2: the room now, like actual smoke
0: would. Yeah, you're you're the, Oh, I thought you fullest. meant like I thought you meant like just because it, it's it's so highly detailed, like your your GPU is struggling to keep up, so it fills the actual room with smoke. <laughs> Cause it's oh, running yeah. so hot. <laughs>
2: A smoke Dude, my, my computer like, <laughs> fucking turn into a jet engine. Right? And <laughs> goes. Like, nah, maybe I'll just not.
0: Yeah, I, I've had that happen, too. Whatever a game is, like, way, way, like, yeah, this is too much. Like, I'm like, oh, that's, you know, because my computer's over here by my feet. And I can feel the heat from it. I was like, oh, no, that's too hot. Let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of things falling apart, uh, the Overwatch League is a thing of the past now? Question mark? Uh, the Florida it's Mayhem. Like yeah. The Florida Mayhem won the title of the 2023 Overwatch League Champions. Then shortly after Overwatch League tweeted regarding their focus on building a revitalized eSports program. So uh, it, here's the the post it's actually on the slide what what they what they sent out which is basically like with the completion of the 2023 Overwatch League season we will be focusing on building our vision of a revitalized esports program we're eager to share more with you as details are finalized uh which uh, this doesn't say the Overwatch League is over right but no weak this, man, this, this this there says was a... that they realize
1: there's a problem and they're trying to like change it
0: yeah there agreed. was a
1: lot though that they were also saying towards the end of like after the finals like i think uh, one of the announcers had basically like had a huge beach basically repaired where she or she was like thanking everybody for what they were doing, like we had
0: fun, like all past 10. Yeah, so like everyone's kind of like talking about it, like it, like it's dead, right? And, and like you know, meanwhile, like the the their PR department, I guess, is being like, no, 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 we're not, we're not gone, we're just like rebuilding, right? Uh, so like basically, like it's kind of what this slide is. So, like, so is the Overwatch League over? Well, yes, but actually no, you know. So like. <laughs>
2: They have to change something about it because Overwatch itself is a dying slash dead game because of how Blizzard has treated it right. the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Agreed. If you don't have people playing your game it doesn't matter like you're not going to have viewership for your tournaments and then you're not going to have people playing in your tournaments because there's not going to be any money. Like the money comes from the people who are watching
0: it. Exactly. Not like from Blizzard's pouch. Exactly. So and that that's kind of the the thing here is that uh it's it's not so much okay so the problem is that they've been hemorrhaging money because a lot of things have been going on over at Blizzard that had made uh had made like investors and sponsors and stuff kind of pull out right so like you know we had like the whole harassment gate over at blizzard where like suddenly Mm -hmm. everybody's just kind of like jumping on board being like nah man we we've been treated like garbage so yeah that's a thing um and then they they failed negotiations with NetEase, which is their publishing publishing partner in china and as we know china is a huge esports market right so whenever mm-hmm. they failed this, this uh, negotiation, that means that they just lost a huge chunk of money. Um, a couple of things that aren't mentioned in here. During the 2023 season, one of their uh, league teams just decided to call it quits and disbanded the Chengdu Hunters. So, you know, like, and even before that, like at the start of COVID, what was it? The Vancouver Titans also did the same thing. Yeah. Like they, they all just like... They lost their entire team. They lost their entire team. So it's been one thing after another, all of which is costing money, 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 money. And supposedly, like, they were supposed to have like a meeting with like investors uh, just to kind of like vote whether yes or no, they would kill the Overwatch League or if they would keep it going. I don't know how that went or if that's over with, if the discussions are are done. But that's that none of this sounds like good news for the Overwatch League, right? So, yeah.
2: Well, that's China is by far one of the biggest, like most of Asia is like super big into esports. So, Mm -hmm. if you lose a place like China, you are like you're losing more than a big chunk of money
0: because
1: like well didn't blizzard also do something that pissed china off
2: what um
0: the hearthstone thing yeah
1: yeah a, a, lot, a lot
2: of stuff gets mm-hmm. under China's skin yeah if we're, gonna, if we're gonna be honest with yeah, that that's
0: very true that's why disney walks on eggshells around chinese <laughs> things man like they're like Mm-mm.
2: let's uh i remember like in the past i talked to you about like Hollow Life stuff that happened like people getting harassed because they said something on the stream,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it was just like the Chinese, like people would go into their stream and just harass them, yeah, because they said something. And it's like uh, that's pretty Ch- awful. China, 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 gotta walk on eggshells around
0: them. You you kind of do because if you lose China, you're losing, you're losing a huge market. That's viewership. That's uh, that's just that's money uh that's sponsorships that's that's a lot dude like so you don't want to you don't want to make them mad if you're in these kind these kind of uh personally
2: i love china it's one of my favorites
0: absolutely like i just all of the good things that come from china i would never dare say a bad <laughs> thing about them
1: i'll just stay over helix
0: my helix say something nice about china say something I nice mean, about china helix
1: i mean i'm learning chinese currently so
0: yeah to to better serve Chinese. our Chinese overlords, right?? <laughs> I don't know if we have viewership in China. maybe we do. I don't know <laughs> so, uh, like uh, as far as our analytics go, i we have viewership in Asia, but I've never seen us in China. Usually, the Philippines is where we're at, so I don't know yeah. Indonesia. Uh, by the way, if you're in Indonesia or in the Philippines, hello. If you're in China, ni hao. Yeah. I'm done with that. But <laughs> just, to to conclude to conclude with to the conclude, Overwatch Florida uh, man does it again. Florida man does oh. it again. Congratulations to the Florida Mayhem. You might just well be the last Overwatch League champion.
1: And considering where they were at right a couple of years ago in the Overwatch
0: League. Oh yeah, you
1: remember the... when they were trash? <laughs> And and then they went uh pink and started winning.
0: I know, like they changed their team colors and then suddenly they started winning. I was like, what happened?
1: <laughs>
0: that was funny, man. They flipped the script. They flipped the script. Yeah, I remember when they started winning. I man, I remember texting you, being like, have you seen that the Florida Mayhem is suddenly just kicking ass? <laughs> yeah, we were
1: both confused there for a while because literally it went from like like I think they were bottom two. Yeah, and like. With uh, Outlaws being not far from them, yeah, them being like one of the top contenders, like knocking out the the uh the Fusion, knocking out the Dragons, knocking out mm-hmm. just about everybody.
0: Yeah, it, it was wild, and here they are winning an Overwatch League championship. Way to go! Uh, so mm-hmm. congratulations, guy, uh, guys. Uh, what's up, chooms We're headed to Night City to get chromed out. <laughs> uh, oh. I've
2: not played cyberpunk but that sounds I feel like I should call the police for you
0: (laughs) (laughs) right Uh, anyway uh, CD Projekt Red famous for their wildly popular The Witcher series has announced their collaboration with anonymous content on a live action project revolving around cyberpunk 2077 like an anime? Uh, no live action live action they already did the anime thing with, with Studio Hel- Helix, Trigger. Hel-
2: Helix, I, I don't blame you for whatever bard <laughs> talks you just like kind of gloss over.
1: <laughs>
2: like, it happens all the time.
1: Like, I just can't picture a live action cyberpunk that's going to be d- done in any, in any kind of justice. Though. Well,
0: the cool thing about it is that anonymous content actually has a bunch of stuff under their belt that makes me think that if anyone's equipped to do it, it's them. Because they, mm-hmm. they've done, uh, for, for one thing, they have the dark and gritty tone down. Uh, they've done uh, shows like True Detective, which, if you haven't seen it, is excellent. Uh, mm-hmm. And we have Mr. Robot, which is all of, like, you know, the, the black mirror paranoia type thing, right? Uh, and they mm-hmm. also have a movie that has won several Academy Awards, which is The Revenant, starting, starring Leonardo DiCaprio. So Anato, I heard of Leonardo da Vinci, Street. yeah, Leonardo da Vinci, that guy. Uh, You know, he he was also in The Wolf of Wall Street. He he played the wolf. I think. Mm. Uh, I think at the end they had to shoot him down with a silver bullet. No, no, I,
2: I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he played Wall Street. He, are you sure he, <laughs> he played, played Wall Street? Street. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just like. I, mean, a, a, I think I think Danny DeVito was the wolf,
0: and I think that uh, <laughs> was Wall Street. Uh, yeah, Duran Duran put out a song about Danny DeVito. They were hungry like the wolf. Which is Danny DeVito in *The Wolf of Wall Street*?
2: Oh, um, I how do you I know who sings that song?
0: It's a good song. Duran, Duran. It's, it's Duran, a good it's, song. A,
2: it's a good song. But who, who knows who?
0: who sings? Me, like, me. No, no, bad. both of you, bad. both of Get us. Off my show. Get off Durand, my show. Duran Duran
1: is a good band.
0: It, they are a good band. But it's, uh, what was it? Oh, No, that's, that's <laughs> Steppenwolf.
1: Oh, Ed, a stepping wolf. You're
0: right. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. But anyway, so yeah, CD Projekt Red, uh, Anonymous Content is, uh, is doing the, uh, the Cyberpunk thing live action. It's still in early development, so we don't have literally anything to go on. It's just like the announcement. So, you know, it's cool. I like Cyberpunk. Edge Runners make me cry. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh,
1: speaking about, uh, uh, a new show coming out yeah. um, I went I, I to see it yesterday but I but uh, it was like 2am I didn't want to bother you that late and I forgot to say uh, oh, ha- he always messaged me at 4am
0: that's so. true, I do <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Yu Yu Hakusho is getting a uh, live action
0: yeah, that's true, uh, I, I've seen the promotional material out for it and it, they're going to have to do some convincing, you know, because I'm like okay, look I had.
1: If, if, if there's no Pompadour, if there's no Pompadour.
0: Right. Uh, th- a couple of things. So, you <laughs> know, like, for example, I had high hopes for Death Note and Death Note let me down. I had high notes, uh, high hopes for Cowboy Bebop and Cowboy Bebop let me down. I didn't believe in One Piece at all and somehow it was good. And so now, like, that's like, oh, you, you Hakusho? I was like, oh, please. I don't know what to feel anymore. <laughs> Just. <laughs> we're one out of
1: three right now. Yeah,
0: we're, we're, yeah. We're one for three. Let's see. Let's see if this like evens the 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 odds. I'm I'm excited. You know, Yu Yu Hakusho is my favorite mm-hmm. work by Yoshihiro Togashi, whom we'll talk mm-hmm. about later on in this show. He's actually got some stuff coming up. Uh, but, but the project is still
2: in early development. But anonymous content is quite the something something something. Quite the something yeah. something. Yeah. And
0: spe- speaking of international stuff, Dota internationals. They're going on. It's a Dota thing. Dare plays Dota. It's like League of Legends, but way harder. Also, I hear the prize pool is <laughs> you, insane. You, I didn't read that. You pissed off so many people. <laughs> that, that
2: comment is like
0: what starts wars. It's
1: like League of Legends, but harder.
0: We, we talked about Dota Dragon's Blood a while back. It's apparently good. <laughs>
1: it's apparently. It, I, I thought I, it was... I,
2: I, I'd watch it again like three times.
0: He said Dota is like League of Legends. It's... Totally different. That's like me saying, like, yeah, Valorant and Overwatch have nothing in common. Just, it's I a character-based shooter. I, I just, mean, like, what do you want? I just wanted <laughs> to
2: talk about the International, and now we're, we're doing this instead.
0: So, talk about the International? Yeah. The, the International's...
2: Uh, the, the group stages started on the 11th, and uh, they're best of twos, and I haven't watched pro Dota in like a while. I haven't watched since before COVID. Uh, So all of my teams that I liked either are like completely different players now, Mm -hmm. or they're just they're just not good. And that's I watched I watched probably like. 8 or 9 games last night and they were they they were different they were uh, games well like so so competitive games doesn't matter what it is everything has a meta right yeah like overwatch had the what was it a goat tank, format
0: two, yeah three and tanks three goat, healers ah goat
2: <laughs> format and, and that that was probably the most exciting most fun most balanced format i ever disagree <laughs> forever
0: nope and uh it was like watching a sumo fight between the two sumos who got increasingly smaller it was ah uh, <laughs> the, the,
2: the current dota format is just like uh, it's, it's it's just it's not like that action-packed like it like the last tournament the ti9 or ti10 i don't remember which one it was was like so high speed and action-packed and you'd have like 20 to 30 kills and now it's like you, you get games that are like first blood is until like 30 minutes into the game
0: uh, how really? really oh god and it's just like
2: it's like I don't want to go back to TI two where it was the Chinese teams just farming for three hours straight. I, I want to stop. Like that, that's why uh, with they they have the group stages in four different brackets. Uh, it's A, B, C, and D, and uh-huh. Group A is mostly like North American teams that have just been like. We're just going to go balls to the wall and do whatever. Mm -mm -mm. The other three groups are like, they have some Europe and North American teams, but they're like dominated predominantly by the like SEA. Uh They're just like, I don't want to watch farming. I don't want to watch Farm Simulator. Yeah. (laughs) Dog,
0: it, 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 he's right though. I mean, like, eh, We've talked about this before, Derek, how, you know, sometimes queuing up for a game feels like you're just about to be held hostage for, like, two hours because, like, either you're stuck babysitting a bunch of people or, like, everybody's overly careful. uh, And, you know, like, we can't surrender because, you know, you can't end on a loss. And so, like, these games have a tendency to go on forever with everybody being super careful or everybody's, like, super good. So, like, it's really hard to hurt the other team. And it's just like this weird tug of war for control until somebody finally loses it, right? Well, I don't remember if it was
2: TI2 or TI3, but like for the longest time, the longest professional game was like a three hour game from the, I think it was international, mm. but it was just the two teams were just farming the whole game. Mm. And uh, it got to the point where the casters were just like, Oh, well, it looks like we're going to have some action. No, nope, he's, he's, just, he's just farming another camp. And th- the crowd got to the point where they were cheering for the people just farming a camp. And wow. it was just miserable.
0: We want action! We came but here at, for the action!
2: But it's at that point of the game where it's like, what, like it's understandable to a point. Because at that point of the game if you make like one small mistake, the game
0: is over, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But it's just like, just, just like, call cheat Is you figure like, that, that that the they change it up a little bit though for um, for competitive play, they'd make it so that it's a bit like it's a bit more uh, action packed.
0: Uh, yeah, like it's hard to do that though, because you know, like, imagine I, I don't know how, how to how to compare this, but. It, it,
2: it's like it's chess yeah like, uh-huh. essentially esports is chess yeah like you can say it has to do this that and the other but you're playing chess at the end of the day it's it's supposed to like you with the different games you're expecting like a different level of excitement uh-huh. but like you can't just change the rules of the game yeah. to make it yeah
1: to make it yeah your needs your,
0: yeah just fucking imagine you know because for example i feel about what dare is describing at the dota internationals the same way that i feel about like games of commander sometimes where i'm like i just really want this game to proceed and like everybody's Mm -hmm. just kind of like dropping lands and building resources and i was like can we hit each other yet please right Mm -hmm. and and so like the the only way that i can kind of compare to like you know make changing it for like a, a professional setting would be like okay you know each turn you're allowed like 10 seconds to make a move you know so like drop your land summon a creature move you know like 10 seconds here you go like your turn draw drop a land summon a creature go you know like declare an attack if you can get around to it imagine if that's what it was (laughs) like with dota you're just kind of like hey you're only allowed to farm for x amount of time and then after that you got to go beat some people up right uh well,
1: it, it would make sense if there was like a farming phase and then a battle phase and then a farming phase again and then a battle phase right so that you can actually have times where you can be, continue to build resources but there's also times where you have to go and make progress in fighting
0: you just gave me an idea for a dota 2 card game
2: you mean artifact that's a thing yeah they thing? have they have it um, it's it's online but it's Dota 2 already
0: has a card game that failed miserably. I was about to be like, okay. Phase 1, draw phase. Phase 2, farming phase. Phase 3, battle phase. You're watching. Uh, Let's see. Blark Moo in the chat says, Wow, Bard, that's slow. You can't group nerds together like that. They get sad and offended. I think he's referring (laughs) to whenever I said that, you know, Dota is like League of Legends uh additionally he he, he he had high hopes for jojo and rip was there a jojo live action i didn't even know
1: i would be terrified to watch it you can just see them doing jojo like the, those JoJo the jojo poses, JoJo poses, poses? The
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've seen some weebs on tiktok man that they have those jojo poses down i'm like you guys need to be cast for the live action jojo i mean how much do you need to know how to act for to for being in a jojo right <laughs> 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 it, it's all look tough, strike a pose. Look tough, strike a pose. I mean, like, it's easy. I could do this make, in my sleep. Make
1: weird noises while you're while you're hitting somebody. Yeah, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but did you have anything else for Dota there? Uh, we, we should, they should make a live action, Boba Bo. Oh. Boba Bo, bo Bo. ah oh, God, yes. I. That, that would be.
2: For some reason, uh... the, the JoJo thing. This reminded
0: me of Bobo Bo. Bo, Bo. Uh, it's the Bobo Bo, Bo theme maybe, song was one of my favorite a, things ever.
2: Maybe not a live action.
0: No, yes, please. need to bring it back. Uh, 100% live action. I am in. <laughs> Danny, Imagine Danny the Vito animation can be, they
2: have to do. Oh, Don Patch. or whatever. Don Patch. Don Patch. Don Patch.
0: That's Danny, DeVito. Danny DeVito's Don Patch. Somebody get Netflix on the line. We have something to pitch for them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think we figured it out I think
0: we cracked the code. We cracked the code. Uh, but speaking of Bobo Bo, in anime. <laughs> yeah, in anime. The GOATs return, baby! Three icons of anime are making their return. New Dragon Ball and Berserk anime series have been announced, and the hiatus for Hunter Hunter comes to a long-awaited end.
2: I hope the new Dragon Ball thing finally makes Dragon Ball Z GT canonical. Uh,
0: maybe, That's because when I describe the plot, you're going to be like, oh, God, it is. So, is. Isn't it babies? It's called, uh, are you ready, kids? Uh, Dragon Ball Daima announced that a panel in New York Comic Con will see the return of Goku and friends, but they're all kids for some reason. <laughs>
1: It's literally just GT all over. They, they've again.
0: been de-aged. Yes, so e- every single one of the Z fighters it gets de-aged for some reason and now they're in kid form. Uh per the panel, the series will take place before the end of Dragon Ball Z and promises to bring the series back to its roots. What they mean by it's that?
1: Literally
2: making Dragon Ball GT canonical. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I don't know how to feel about
2: this. I don't know how to feel. I don't about know it. how I feel about
1: this.
2: <laughs> I could have, I could have went my whole life
1: on this. Is a thing.
2: Agreed. Well, now you know. Literally, that GT picks up after the Boost Saga, right? Right. That's where Super picks up. So they're 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 saying that this. They're going to have like an alternate timeline. Yeah. Well, where all this happens, unless they're going to be like, oh, and then they're turned back into regular people before. So, does
1: that mean Super is over now?
0: Uh, Yeah, I, I think so. I think Super has concluded, yes. Uh, Brother Gamma in the chat says, "Super Saiyan Four, make it canon. Super Saiyan Four was cool. I liked it. It's just that it, it happened to debut in a really bad sequel to Dragon Ball Z. So."
2: It's gonna be Super Saiyan Four with the Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Blue infused guys.
0: Yeah, with the Ultra Instinct.
2: I've I've seen this before. On and the, the large on, fries. On the <laughs> They're going to turn into the Silver
0: Great Ape. It's Silver Great Ape. The Silver Ozeru. Uh Ozeru, my favorite brand of water. Uh, but... <laughs> oh, wait. That's Ozarka. Did Vegeta tear off his tail? Yes.
2: It's, uh, I I don't remember him doing that. Or no, wait. It was, uh, it, it was was Yajirobe. Yajirobe cut it, Yajirobe cut it off. Yeah. It's the Saiyan Saga. Because I was like, I'm pretty sure he had a tail yeah like he, he was a giant
0: ozaru and then yajirobe cut it off like before he was about yeah, to. The, the,
2: the one thing that yajirobe did in all of dragon ball. in
0: all of dragon ball he defeated vegeta I mean, and i think vegeta's been anything. salty about oh, dragon it ever ball since z. Dra-
2: he did stuff in dragon ball he didn't do stuff in dragon ball z that's
0: C- true yeah yeah
1: Technically, uh, he he, uh, he was better than even Krillin because all Krillin did oh, was die multiple times.
0: <laughs> the only thing Krillin did better than Yajirobi was suck and die. <laughs> 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 but uh, so yeah, like dra- Dragon. Well,
2: Krill- Krillin was in the Tournament of Power. He yeah, did, he did eliminate some dudes. Krillin
0: with, is like, technically like the strongest human in the in the Dragon Ball canon. Uh. Master Yoshi Roshi is
2: a Master Yoshi. Yeah,
0: Master Yoshi is a dude too, though. Uh, yeah, is, Tien, is Tien, Tien
2: considered human?
0: I don't think so. I don't think what Tien do is consider?
1: human.
0: What does he consider then? No, I'm not a Dragon I mean, Ball he, expert. Somebody he, get he, Wilo on the line. He, he's the Dragon Ball guy. <laughs> he
1: looks like a human. I mean, he's got he's got human features. Yeah,
0: I've seen humans okay, with three so eyes he's before. He's got
1: like yeah. So. Uh, have y'all seen the um, Dragon Ball Z Abridged series? Uh, yes. Not not just the Abridged series, but the, what what is it? Uh, The Hiffle series? Yes. That is literally one of the best series that <laughs> Team 4-Star has done on Dragon Ball.
0: Uh, But speaking of Team 4-Star, uh, a gutsy move. Studio Eclipse has started work on a Berserk project. Is it a series? I don't know. Maybe? <laughs> The popular series penned by Kentaro Miura has seen very few has seen a few adaptations, uh, but the scope of it has made it difficult to adapt in its entirety. Uh, as much as I searched, I don't really see anything on the uh, on the resume of Studio Eclipse. So I it remains to be seen what this is going to be like. However, fans are super skeptical because this is a relatively unknown studio handling a, a very beloved property. And mm-hmm. they're they're just kind of like, uh, you know, I don't want to get hype only for it to be like a glorified fan project.
2: I mean, I'm not a fan, and I'm skeptical.
0: Yeah, like I I I like the original Berserk anime. Uh, it really brought me into the series. Uh, I, I actually liked it
2: before other people liked it, guys.
0: <laughs> uh, I meant to, I meant to get into the manga afterwards, but like uh, I don't know, like you know, like buying volumes of manga can get expensive, so <laughs> I'm just going to like, yeah, hey. that's true. Uh, I'm like, I'm good. Uh, I'll, I'll like you know, catch up with it when I can. And they, they've done a couple of like almost like 3D CGI anime movies for it, you know. So like you can kind of catch up with like some different story arcs, but it's never it's never looked quite right so i've kind of hoped to see a berserk anime thing but like i don't know uh, I, I don't know if like giving it to a relatively unknown studio is the best choice uh based on what they have put out there's like a small trailer on uh, on what do you call it in uh, twitter um and it looks okay know. you know it it looks it looks all right it it looks like it's 3d cgi again which I wish they'd stop doing that, but what are you going to do? You know, it is what it Thinking is.
2: Speaking of 3D CGI. They need to make another Dragon Ball Evolution video.
0: Sure. Uh, oh, like a uh, Dragon Ball Evolution... Wait, like the movie? It, like with... That, no. That,
2: that's very controversial. I I I like that you were just like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then it fucking hit you, it's
0: what I said. Like, wait a minute. No, wrong. <laughs> Bad.
2: Yeah, sure. Make another Dragon Ball. So you gotta, that's wait, a wrong uh, opinion if I haven't heard back, anyone.
0: But, uh, well, no,
2: I, I know it's wrong, but we have it on tape now that Bart agrees that they should make another <laughs>
1: Dragon Ball. That's right. You're not wrong. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, you determine if a person uh should be around you and fam uh, around you and your family depending on whether or not whether they say Griffith or not says Brother Gamma. I don't know what he means by that. Uh, let- you
2: determine how how close someone should be in proximity of you based on if they've seen Dragon Ball Evolution.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that uh, I can get behind. but uh, yeah the, the sad thing about berserk is that it, it was a super long is running series Netflix? i i think it started uh, running back in uh, in 1986 in, in publication right like m- the manga so 1986 and it went on forever it, like it never stopped running right and ultimately kentaro miura died before he could complete it so uh, I don't know. Oh, he says if Griffith is right or not. Uh, for people who have seen Berserk, yeah, like it, depending on your 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 position on whether Griffith is a good or a bad guy, you can kind of tell a lot about people. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but moving moving on for for you know like shows that uh that potentially will never see an end. Uh, Togashi is back. Yoshihiro Togashi, the author of Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter, uh, he took to Twitter to announce that the series will be coming back after an extended hiatus. Uh, if you guys don't know anything about this, Yoshihiro Togashi is routinely ill, uh, and mm-hmm. has been for a long time. So Hunter Hunter goes on hiatus almost like religiously. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like every year, like they will go on a hiatus, and the length of the hiatus, like, really depends. You know, because sometimes it's a short one. Other times they go on hiatus for a long, long time. Um, So, yeah, like basically because he suffered from like his health and all that stuff. Eh, It is what it is. But he says that chapter 401 of the manga is finished and that it will be sent to publication soon. So, yeah, it's good. It's good to see him back.
1: Which is nice. I mean, I've, I've been I was always I was always a big Hunter Hunter fan and I really didn't like that it was. Always on hiatus. Of course, he has to care for his health, and I completely understand that.
0: But this, I am very much glad that he's back. This is a common thing about manga artists: is that they're worked to death. You know, so like, mm-hmm. it, 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 Yoshihiro Togashi isn't the sure only one. It's
2: just like a common thing about like most Japanese
0: people. And also true. They
2: Just work themselves to death.
0: Also true. The old death marches. But but these are these are like the industries that like routinely are just like people will fucking die. You know, like. Uh, so Yoshihiro Togashi, like, developed health health issues from trying to keep a weekly publication schedule, right? And uh, mm-hmm. what's it called? Uh, n- not just him, but Kazuki Takahashi, whenever he was reaching the end of, like, the Millennium World arc in, in Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, he fell ill. It's the reason why Sork Nef- Necrophades has a, has a dragon dong. <laughs> I hope he gets better. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, Lord. Not bad. But yes. he gets better, yikes. <laughs> I can still wish for him to come back. <laughs>
1: necromancy,
2: all you need. Uh, I do wish for him to come back. Speaking of necromancy, but they added a new
0: skill in RuneScape. That was a while ago, like a month and a half ago, or right? So he gets like really months. excited about it was in like it. August. So what was I going to say is so, yeah, like uh, Kazuki Takahashi, Yoshihiro Togashi and like Tite Kubo, who does bleach, have all been like in the in the public eye for like, you know, wow, these deadlines suck. We're working ourselves to death. We have we're working like 14, 16 hour days. We never see our families. We don't go on vacation. We're dying here. Right. And
2: don't do bleach by a side. (laughs) note.
0: And also, I I believe that uh, anime studios are kind of the same. I've seen some videos where like anime studios are going on strike uh, because they just can't take like the pressure, man. It's kind of a lot. Um, it's sad because I I really do enjoy the genre of manga and anime, right? Uh, and yeah. I I want them to do well and to be well rewarded for the things that they put out because it's it's my jam, right? Uh. But, yeah, so this kind of sucks. But uh, speaking of hiatuses, Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead, the anime, hasn't even concluded its first season, and it's already on an indefinite hiatus. (laughs)
1: What? Oh,
2: well, yes, that sucks to be you
0: then. Yeah, no, because I, I I started reading the manga for this a, a while ago. Every
2: every single show for like the past month and a half has been like Psalm 100 is so great, I'm fucking love it. Oh
0: yeah, yeah no, it's it's like, fantastic.
2: Is, you brought this upon it. You brought this yeah, upon.
0: Maybe it. I did, but like it is, it is a fantastic manga. It is an excellent show. the The show is actually like stylistically, it is it was beyond belief. Yeah, probably. It's, it's gone now. Probably. You, you got rid of it. So, they haven't, the first season was supposed to be 12 episodes. They they are three episodes short of the complete season, and they have no idea when they're going to release.
1: That's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, so, apparently, and this is not something that I knew, but, like, as I was researching this, the show has been plagued by all kinds of, like, development problems from the get-go, from the jump. Mm -hmm. You know, so they've always been playing catch-up.
1: Is it a studio issue ketchup. or is it a um, a, a development
0: issue? A development, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it might be a studio issue. It might be like a production issue. It, it, they said production issue when I was like searching. So who, wherever that falls, I'm not sure. What's your uh-huh. favorite
2: like brand of ketchup? I'm a Heinz 57
0: guy. I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> you said they
2: were playing with ketchup.
0: They were. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> you're,
2: you're probably you're probably like a Cloverfield type.
0: Uh, no, Heinz isn't usually where I go for. I mean, like, whatever the... Uh, yeah. yeah. If you're in I, Texas, you... I, uh,
2: press X to doubt.
0: If you're in Texas, you go for Waterburger ketchup, or nothing, okay?
2: <laughs> He's not wrong there. Yeah. You,
0: you probably,
2: like, have a bottle of Cloverfield, half and half with
0: Hunts. I'll have to go look. I, I'm pretty sure our ketchup is Waterburger brand, Whatever, whoever I, makes that,
1: yeah, yeah I know ours I, is Waterburger brand. Yeah, yeah I,
0: I so don't of you. Uh, So basically, like th- there is no word when this will return it, it, the Psalm one hundred, which sucks because like th- the first season was really well done. Like it, it as the first, far as the, what what is done of the first season, what is done, done of well the first done. issue, yes, uh, of the first season, Um it just stylistically it looks beautiful. And like the, the production value, you can really tell they went ham on it. But yeah, I mean, this sucks. <laughs> I don't I don't know I mean, what to happened. tell you. Yeah, I mean yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd hate to be a
2: fan of the show.
0: Like me got, and Ziggy canceled. and Gamma. <laughs> All three of us fans of the show. <laughs> but uh uh in brighter I mean, This
1: isn't the first time a, an anime's been put on hiatus though before it's concluded a uh, a season.
0: Name three others.
1: Uh I can't off the top of my head, but I know I know that there's been others that have.
0: I know, I'm just I think being...
1: I think that I think there was one like this uh, uh this You're year. not a true
0: fan
2: unless you can name all four hundred and sixty eight voiced actors. <laughs>
0: yeah i'm just being a jerk i I didn't expect you to name one i'm just like you're right you know like that that's not false it is true that like it's it's not the first anime to go on hiatus after a hugely successful you know like run uh it sucks but Mm -hmm. it it does happen um but uh blark moo says but they back on the boat uh which brings me to my next point Macy's Thanksgiving Day par- Parade. I had to try that one I twice because I didn't know how that was gonna go. Uh, guess who's uh, who's getting not a very well. Guess who's getting a giant balloon in the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Day Parade? I'll give you. Yeah. I'll give you three hints. Dreaming. They give one every, give one
2: every, every year.
0: Dreaming. Dreamin <laughs> do
2: they not watch it's not the surprising Macy's no. Dreaming. <laughs> Do you not watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? They, I, they literally have a
0: one-piece float every year. Nah, I don't know that I've seen it before, but this was one that like definitely they announced that it says all new. Monkey D. Luffy joins the 2023 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I'm guessing that they're banking on the success of the, uh, what do you call it, the live action?
1: Oh, most definitely.
0: Yeah, but which is weird because this is Luffy's design post-time skip with the yellow sash around his waist.
1: Does he have the uh, the X on his chest as well?
0: Maybe. I don't know. His hand is kind of covering it, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't tell you even well, I if mean, I wanted to.
1: Most people know him from his uh, from his current getup though. anyways. That's true. Because of all all of the current videos about him always with his
0: there, there's new been, getup. There has been anime characters in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade before. If I'm not mistaken, Goku had one, and also Pikachu. Mm-hmm. They, they
2: always
1: have anime characters in it.
2: Garfield they, they, they have like a ton of like balloon
1: I, characters I think there was a Naruto one one year as well
0: I think you're yeah. right I think Naruto is Every also year. another one yeah and, and like Every like I mentioned Garfield Garfield is an anime character an American anime character I don't believe you In card games
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh no card this is actually like we we didn't have a lot of news this week so there's really only one slide uh, for card games which says hey very very simple age of overlord comes out next week <laughs> uh it, on the 18th to be exact we can expect additional cards for existing archetypes such as vanquished soul labyrinth and Ogdoatic, and it will also only see Only one of
1: those is uh, relevant <laughs> Even Ogdo Addicts is getting one.
0: Yeah. So Mordor is probably happy. about Yeah, Mordor is probably happy. Vanquish Soul has been doing okay. And the problem is that they're kind of like super generic. It's like, hey, Vanquish Soul combo and Onopalooza. Oh, wow. Think
2: Vanquish <laughs> Soul combo is not like better than Unchained, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, no, it isn't. Uh, so let's see. The other thing is uh, we will see the premiere of the new lore archetype, which is with uh, centers around Dia Bellstar, the Dark Witch.
2: Are you uh, you're ready to drop like $120 for
0: your three... Oh, hell no, nah, dog. Oh, are they going to be $100? No way. Are they secret 120, rares? 120 Yeah, they're definitely
2: going to be a secret
0: rare. Oh, God, like I hope 90%. not. I hope, I hope that they're like common. <laughs> I really do.
2: Like 99% sure they're... Oh, they're not very
0: common. Why not? Like, they, like they, the rest release, of the
2: engine they is... Release, they release the rarities uh, online before they release a the set. okay. And the um, the butler had rarity that is either uh, the twenty fifth century or twenty fifth anniversary. No,
0: oh, I already hate rarity it.
2: as long as well
0: as a uh, secret rare. Uh. there's <laughs> a chance
2: that it'll be ultra.
0: I hope so. But it, it, it is a higher rarity
2: card, and I, I can almost guarantee you it's going to be like Silver Lady, where it's a secret. Uh,
0: Silver Lady, and because of how good it
2: is, and because of how Labyrinth is still like a pretty decent meta deck, mm-hmm. it's going to be probably like a forty-plus dollar card.
0: I hope Ooh, not. Unless it's
2: not super short
0: printed. Well, maybe, maybe Unchained is just that good that they don't short print it, and you know it's actually really oh, easily accessible.
2: Do, do, you, do you hear that? Do you hear that, Helix? Someone's, someone's like breathing <laughs> the copium. Yeah, I mean, I kind of <laughs> have to it because I'm like,
0: copium. I, I mean. It, it is what it is it sucks but like i don't know like because silver lady was uh was yeah she was a secret rare but she wasn't expensive like you know yeah, like
2: because how many silver ladies do you run though three how, how, many, how many silver ladies do run?
0: most people run three <laughs> mm, she's no. she's the boss <laughs> no yes yeah, the bosses. She... The, boss the traps he, okay.
1: he's not wrong. the they, bosses
0: the traps Nah, the silver lady keeps getting you traps is what it is though, so like she she's she's the boss, and I think like when I got mine, they were like what five bucks a piece. They weren't expensive um uh, but how
1: much how much was what was what was it big welcome labyrinth?
0: Oh, big welcome labyrinth wasn't expensive either the like the initial run of labyrinth cards were expensive, so Ariana and Welcome Labyrinth were expensive, but yeah,
2: welcome labyrinth, the boss monster. <laughs>
1: Yeah, was like a thirty to forty dollar trap at one
0: point. Yeah, uh, at one point. Yeah, but even
1: wh- that's not bad compared to some of the like the more staple cards that are like mm-hmm. uh, like whenever Emperor M- M- first came out or uh, Thrust Droplet before it got thrust, printed.
0: Thrust, Triple Tactics Thrust, is still an eighty dollar yeah, card. <laughs> mm-hmm. You I know if I
2: can talk about the Chaos
1: or Emperor, freak, I think freaking, Chaos what Emperor was that?
2: Dragon. that's still yet to be reprinted and it's like a staple in dragon Lake, so it's like i mean how much is it now? i don't know how much it is how much is a- it access like, has been reprinted a couple times though yeah like, you,
1: but can, you can get a cheap it's copy height, though at its height uh, though the base it, the base uh it was like an 80 80
0: card yeah yeah
1: it was super expensive but now it's been reprinted so much it's like 40 50 bucks
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's Yeah. no it's less than that now. You can get an Axis Code talker. Oh, for oh a more. Yeah, no, you can get Axis Code talker on the cheap, man. You can get him for like ten bucks.
2: Oh really? Uh, yeah. I'm guessing they may have announced that they're reprinting Chaos Emperor because it's it's down it's down
0: to forty bucks. Pulling up TCG player right now, man. We're we're gonna find out. G- g- give me a sec. Give me a sec. Chaos
2: Emperor, <laughs> the Dragon of Armageddon, forty dollars.
0: Uh, it's Co- only had Co- the one printing. Okay, so not ten bucks, but you can get access code talker like on the cheap for like twenty, twenty seven bucks,
1: which isn't bad.
0: Yeah, that's not terrible compared to what he was at his height. Yeah, you know, like he's still an expensive card, but he's not that bad. He's uh, not
1: like pot of prosperity. I bet the pot of prosperity is still like what hundred bucks.
2: No
0: prosperity. Prosperity's cheap. Prosperity's been reprinted.
1: It looks. Oh, what like... was that one out of? Uh, what was the Thund- the 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 dragon? Um because mm, i had i had pulled one from from that one box that, that we bought
0: yeah product prosperity it's it's 30 bucks oh really I, I, that
1: came down quite a bit wow. it,
0: Thir- 35 i'm sorry it, it, it's yeah i was gonna say
2: it's like 35 to 40
0: yeah it's it's not cheap but like yeah holy cow like the one from the ten of the pharaoh's gods is still 37 bucks that's something uh and i pulled so many out of that <laughs> two. Yeah, yeah, but it looks like I
2: was, so, I was so mad that I bought two cases of that and didn't get a playset of any of the cards that I wanted.
0: It looks like Aria's the Labyrinth Butler, is pre-selling for about thirty bucks, twenty-four ninety-nine
1: that's not bad cuz it normally stabilizes you just, just a bit of above just below. no
0: you you can't go off of pre sale you're right so like that price might actually go down and it it'll really depend on how it how it hits the meta you know like if it hits the meta and it's good then it's going to go up uh if if it hits the meta and it doesn't perform exceedingly well it's going to go down so okay. yeah like you know at the very at the very least probably like an $18 card total at the very most, this could be like in the neighborhood of forty bucks.
2: You you can buy the, the crimson crimson cream structure deck, and you could you could play
0: the, the, the synchrons. Yeah, you you could play resonators, and you know just play like King Calamity Turbo. Why not? You, you, they is, can, is they can't King labyrinth Clandy you. This? Yeah.
2: What what is like the what's like the big boss monster in this?
0: I would imagine it's have, King Calamity. If if it's not, that'd have, be dumb.
2: Red Dragon Arch, Sky Red Dragon Archfiend. Mm-hmm.
0: No, it's a reprint and of Scarlight um, Red Dragon. Oh, they,
2: they do have King Calamity in here.
0: Yeah.
2: For for all, yeah, are there like any new cards in this? Like and... all the synchros are just reprints.
0: I think it's reprints of like uh, some staples and like some main deck monsters. Uh, if I'm not uh, yeah, mistaken, it, has, it comes with it Ash has... Blossom and like it comes with other stuff. It's either Ash yeah, Blossom or Droll and Lockbird. Of... It has extra oh, okay. it, Pot of extravagance, that's uh, not bad.
1: Yeah. Pot they of. would be re putting Joel and Lockwood again too.
0: Yeah, probably.
2: Yeah, Joel's good.
0: If I'm not uh, mistaken, like resonators banish, so like it, it probably comes with dimension shifter too. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah.
1: Uh I don't dimension. think. Dimension damage. Shifter wouldn't be a bad reprint because the last I checked, last I saw it was like twenty bucks as well, $20, 30 bucks.
0: Nah, it's been reprinted I, several times since then, so like now, again, now it's yeah, it's it's on the cheap, yeah. I
2: think Re- that they That's put good. Fire Ant Ascator and then the thing that gets that in the
0: deck. Dimension Shifter. D Shifter's not in it. Okay, so he's not in it, but yeah, uh, you, you can get D Shifter for twenty one cents. <laughs> you can get you can get Ascator. Line really? Walker or Dawn
2: Walker, and then the other firing Ascator for like 15 cents each. Yeah, it's, the structure it's
0: not terrible. So, I mean, like, I, I'm excited for Age of Overlord. I'm hoping that you know, like, nobody will go for the Labyrinth stuff, and instead they'll be interested in the Dia Bell Star stuff, so that way I can get my Ares, the Labyrinth Butler, for cheap. It's yeah. it's high hopes, yeah. I know. You take a hit of that, yeah, there. it's high hopes. I mean, like, I'm not denying that that's that's like asking for a lot, but. If it works out, it'll be good. Uh, but that said, I guess to close out, guys, I have a bit of a woo a doozy of a question for you. I was about to say a woozy. I have
2: a bit of a woo. Too much copium. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but like, so the question I have for you guys today is, uh, and chat, please feel free to jump in to chime in. Question of the week: Sci-fi or fantasy? One can stay, the other must go forever. Which one are you picking?
1: I would keep fantasy. It's a really tough choice, but I think I like fantasy more than I like
0: sci-fi. I would agree with you, but the only reason that, uh, you know, uh, you know what? You know what? Yeah, I can totally see why you would, that you would choose fantasy because you're a fan of BDSM. Battles, dragons, swords, and magic. Continue,
1: come on. (laughs) Continue, thank you, thank you. Battles, dragons, swords, and magic. (laughs) thank you for finishing your setup and
0: dare's just like i'm up
1: (laughs) i knew that was coming i just i I just didn't know how you were gonna somehow work that in
0: (laughs) so dare are you also a fan of bdsm or would you like to keep sci-fi
2: Thanks for joining us on the <laughs> podcast. My name is Darren. You're joining me, as always, have been uh, Seraphine, the Midnight Bar, and our special guest, Helix.
0: No, you gotta, you gotta pick one. I Hate it here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you chose to be here. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put
0: that there. Uh, oh, did uh, I? Did I, will I mi- no, go ahead.
1: I'll say I will mention tomorrow that there's a solar eclipse and if you are in the path of totality be careful about taking pictures with your phone because if you zoom in too much with it you can burn up your camera lens
0: oh so it, i was unaware of that that's that's a good thing to tell yeah thank you yeah
1: and that yeah just in, ca- in case there are people out there that want to go take a picture of it don't with your phone nah. and also don't look straight at it with your eye with your eyes with without protection or you will possibly damage your eyes
0: yeah i mean that like, just that, reminded
1: me of uh the bad lip reading video of
2: they did a High School Musical bad lip reading, and I don't remember what song it was supposed to be, but they turned they turned it into "Don't Look Into the Sun." <laughs> <laughs> I was just it's like I was like, okay, that's great. <laughs> Helix is just saying, "Don't look into the sun." it's great yes don't, don't
0: look at the sun don't look into the sun uh but so yeah like uh i can i can sympathize with helix fantasy is kind of my genre you know like without fantasy we don't have we don't have things like you know lord of the rings we don't have things like Yu Gi Oh. technically uh, originally it was more fantasy than it than it what it became later on now it's technically sci-fi um well sci-fi but, nowadays
1: is honestly more like uh because we're like so ad- i not i'm going to say so advanced uh, it's it's hard to picture a more advanced society that we've already come to that's not already been done like star trek the orville
0: um I don't know, dude. Like, I, I, I like how you mentioned Star Trek and the Orville, which are basically the same thing.
1: <laughs> the, the, the two that came to mind. At, Gundam. Whenever it comes to sci-fi.
0: You know, like, a lot of anime that I like is sci-fi. Like, my favorite one, is Outlaw Star, is sci-fi, you know, but it has fantasy yeah. elements in it, you know? So,
1: yeah. I just feel like fantasy has a more broad spectrum than, than just straight sci-fi.
0: Uh, I mean, it depends, because, I mean, like, honestly, like, it's really hard to justify either because they they have a tendency to kind of like go towards the same places inevitably. Like you know, fantasy has mm-hmm. a tendency to deal with like racism a lot. I've noticed, you know, like that's true. Yeah, so like that th- is definitely true. That kind of goes there. And then the question of like, oh, you know, like magic. You know, like what what makes person a monster, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All of those things are are like themes in fantasy, and it almost feels like sci-fi is more political like a lot of the time you know like and it's it's kind of like uh it's 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 weird for it to kind of veer off of that without incorporating some fantasy like for example star wars the jedi that's the fantasy part of that sci-fi you know like Mm -hmm. uh, and additional uh, other stuff like the force right uh, mm-hmm. when you have things that are straight up, straight up, like you know sci-fi, you get things like Star Trek, where the fantasy elements are very mild, like you know the Vulcan nerve pinch, and you know like some some psychic phenomenon, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, but like a, a majority of the time, it's just like, hey, you know, we follow protocol, we have a prime directive, you know, we do things by the book, etc. Um, so it, it's all genres kind of t- have a tendency to veer towards like. Things that they generally deal with, Um and so sometimes they overlap a lot. Is another thing that I can say. So it it's weird to the imagine. The way that I see it uh-huh.
1: is, is, it just shows that even though problems there are problems in society today, those problems aren't gonna, aren't going to go away just because we become become more advanced, right? And I think that's what like sci-fi tries to show as well, because. No Science fiction is... Yeah, actually, that, that, like, that's
0: a very good point. Yes.
1: It just changes the problem. It it, 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 it expands it from a global scale to a universal
0: scale. Yeah, I agree. I mean, not always universal, because, you know, like, cyberpunk is sci-fi. And, you know, that takes place mm-hmm. here on Earth, you know? <laughs> hmm Right.
1: That's true. And that's true.
0: Yeah. So, like, not, not always universal, but it definitely, like, it kind of, like, makes the point that, like, hey, as we advance, unless we, you know, take the time to also advance as a people... Then all, all all that's gonna happen is that you know the future is gonna be just super advanced, but just as crap, you know.
2: Uh-huh. The future
1: is now. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, I, mean, I zoned out and I just I felt like I needed to say something. So. <laughs> and then, but like you can get to the fantasy aspect of it too, and I mean you have the same issues because fantasy, like you'll have a uh, race, or racial wars between elves, orcs, humans, or whatever, whatever other races are in the same world. Yeah. So like they both like all stories have their parallels. It's just on what kind of setting do you, uh do you have in the story. Right. What
2: happens to Warhammer?
0: Warhammer's War- weird cuz I feel like that one would disappear regardless of which one you chose, you know. <laughs>
1: like- yeah. Warhammer is one of those um universes that like Murphy's law it, is it's ingrained got in both. that whatever it's got ha- both
0: it's got both. Yeah, I agree, and it's kind of yeah, what like I, demons and
2: magic and the war. You know,
0: then and then you
1: have like you or- have orcs that are literally fungus. That yeah, they're they're magic.
0: Yeah, orcs are magic, and, and they that, are psychic. That is kind of they the thing magic. that I was uh, that I was mentioning is if, that you know a lot if, of the times they overlap.
2: Can, <laughs> if you can think of something and will that something into existence, you are a beholder from D anD. D. Uh, so, we, these these things orcs can literally the the whole like, concept of the orcs in Warhammer is whatever they imagine happens. I know.
1: Or, it, orcs are the dumbest things in the 40k universe. They're the greatest things.
0: This, no, I'm not lying.
1: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not
0: arguing they're, they're that they're
2: parasites that are just they're, they're the fungus. Best. They're fungus. They are parasites that destroy everything.
0: And this uh, kind of like reminds me of like something from Marvel Comics, where Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic, pointed out that you know like the difference between sci-fi and fantasy is like very minuscule because like any science that's advanced enough looks like magic; it's indistinguishable from magic. So mm-hmm. like I kind of feel like this is where a lot of the parallels come from. Like for example, when watching Doctor Who, Doctor Who is supposed to be a sci-fi. But there's a lot of stuff that happens in Doctor Who where I'm like, this. You you could say this is magic, and it would change nothing for me. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so.
1: I think there was one episode where, um, I think I want to say it was the eleventh, eleventh or twelfth Doctor, um, where, where uh, like the library. I think.
0: Ah yes, that that was the tenth Doctor, David Tennant.
1: Well, no, because it, there it was one where like he. Uh, no, it wasn't that way. It wasn't that one. It was when he went to Mars and he had to, he ended up saving them spoiler spoilers if you haven't watched Doctor who also um, Tenth doctor, yes, yeah, and he ended up saving them from the nuclear blast, and he literally was like you know if i want if I want to save people, I'll save people, yeah, and he ended up like causing like irreparable damage to the time space to to, to the time stream
0: yeah that 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 is the tenth doctor does that a lot uh' it's, it's i don't know sci-fi yikes uh, so <laughs> is Helix you're, you're you're sticking with uh with uh fantasy in that case
1: I would keep fantasy I just like fantasy more than I like sci-fi sci-fi it's always been one of those genres that I can take it or leave it but fantasy I, c- I can read fantasy all day every day
0: uh, fuck uh, I think if I were to just collectively grasp at the things that I like fantasy is what I what I what I indulge in most which sucks because I like a lot of sci-fi so like losing it just kind of feels wrong but yeah I, I, I'm on team fantasy also
1: if it was a take it or leave it setting and you had to pick one that's just the way that I would choose
0: yeah yeah it would have to be fantasy for me how about you dare oh sorry
2: I fucking zoned out again because stuck <laughs> with two nerds talking about stuff
0: you are one of us sir <laughs> uh
2: i don't think i am
0: okay so like out of curiosity if you had to pick one between sci-fi and fantasy which would you pick
2: uh obviously the snack that smiles back is goldfish so i'm gonna have to go with that
0: okay so dares on team sci-fi uh (laughs) Uh I, i'm cool with it okay so <laughs> gonna, like, have, gonna with, have one outlier. with all of that said this has been the battle phase podcast thank you for joining us on today's uh stream and if you're on our podcasting platforms please remember that you can you can join us on our live streams on fridays that's when we record this episode you can drop by our live chat on youtube.com slash at the battle phase uh and uh yeah we hope to see you there so until next time I have been Sulbek Kamelek. he has been Hamofan and Borganon, and he has been Mumatambo Albertano How do you remember the How did they remember that Adiós <laughs>
2: I was just like is he
0: going to remember it uh